This is Kevin J. Anderson, author of lots of books, from Star Wars to Dune to X-Files to my own Saga of Seven Sons, and especially my Dan Shamble Zombie P.I. series and the brand new collection of my short stories, cleverly titled Selected Stories Science Fiction. You're listening to Nerd Blitz, one of my favorite podcasts. Just following orders. Yes. I should have said Doom und Fitz. But I said Doom and Fitz. That is not very German. Schnell Scheiser. You're going to Schnell Scheiser later. <laughs> That's shit faster, isn't I know. it? Yeah. <laughs> I did that this morning when I woke up. <laughs> shit faster. You used to take German, right? Yep. Give me another German word other than Schnell and Scheiße. Um, Brezen means pretzel. Hang on. Uh, Scheiße Essen means shit eating, right? That's correct. Essen Scheiße Schnell! <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, that's the three German words. What did you say about pretzel now? Brezen means pretzel. Give me something easier. Um... Uh, links op rect means turn right. <laughs> Make a right that turn. That sounds like somebody's fucking in the ass. I know. Uh, links op rect. Gabby das telephone cling out means Gabby the telephone's ringing. <laughs> 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 oh my god, oh, I can't tell you how many times I had to listen to that. <laughs> Gabby das telephone cling out. <laughs> we had this book. It was what? called. It, Why does your German sound gay? <laughs> well, I mean, come on. But yeah. <laughs> we had this book. It was called Unsere Freunde. It means our friends. This book, this book was literally published in the 70s. Mm-hmm. And it looked like it was published in the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> there, there was It was all fucking bell bottoms. And, and it was all like pictures that were you know, in Germany, like they were, uh, but it looked, it looked like, uh, fucking these kids just came from the discotheque and shit. And like, <laughs> they look like they've been to the ABBA concert and, uh, and then some of them just look like fucking, uh, I don't know, I guess like whatever the equivalent of white trash would be in Germany. <laughs> Nazi youth? <laughs> no, not like that, but I was making it was fucking, it was, it was hysterical. These books were so fucking beat to shit. My school was poor. My, my high school, yeah. my high school was poor. We had books that were like twenty years old, like the fucking <laughs> yeah, like the I fucking corners were school. all fucking beat up and like the spines were split and shit. Yeah, I went to a Catholic school. Yeah, private school. Yeah. We had books from like the fucking eighties. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we weren't too fucking advanced either. I wish I had a copy of that book. Actually, you know eBay. What? You know what? Now I'm gonna have to look it up. Unsere Freunde. <laughs> Hmm. eBay! Now we used the same book for two years. 
how the fuck do you squeeze? How do you fuck do you? And then I took Japanese in college, and I took two, no, four, uh, four semesters, so two full years. We had like mm-hmm. fucking four books <laughs> that we went through. Whoa! We fucking powered through like. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. It was one, two. I guess it was only. I guess it was only two books, but then there was also a, a writing book. So half the time was writing, and half the time was spoken. Can you write Japanese then? I used to be able to write the alphabet. Japanese is weird. It's got um, they have they have kana, mm. which is like printed letters, like the, okay. it's like the equivalent of our printing kind of. Mm-hmm. That's what they use for anytime there's like an American word, yeah, or an English word, and they have to write it in Japanese. That's what they use is like printed letters, and that's pretty. That's really easy to learn. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's not. It's not super easy, but it's it's pretty easy. It's every syllable is a character, is a is a okay. symbol. So okay. Japanese is broken up into syllables. Let's see, there's I don't know. I, I've been drinking, so I can't remember exactly. But um, <laughs> so every Japanese word is broken up into two character syllables. They write them. Gotcha. They, you can write them in English. They they call it romanji. Wasn't Robin Williams in that movie? Romanji? No, I think The Rock was in that movie. Eh, fuck that. <laughs> so so that it's basically you write the equivalent English characters to represent yeah. the, the sounds that the Japanese syllables make. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck was I talking about? Oh. Uh, I don't fucking know. I kind of got lost <laughs> in the story, too. Um, the, oh, I was kinda, like, this motherfucker's teaching me yeah, Japanese. Kind of <laughs> is um, like, like printed. So each... Each symbol that you draw is is a two letter syllable, <laughs> um, and they use that for and any any kind of English words or like on like they do it on signs a lot. Yeah, they'll 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 use that because I guess it's like bold letters or whatever. That was no big deal, but then true Japanese some yeah, which true Japanese is actually Chinese. Oh, okay. So then then you get into kanji, which is yeah. basically. Uh, Chinese writing, sort of. Each character is a word for Chinese, isn't it? Almost, kinda, yeah. Some sometimes there's two two entities in one kanji, so they'll be like, gotcha. You know, a couple squiggles, and then next to it, like a couple more squiggles. I hope our Japanese and Chinese <laughs> listeners appreciate you calling their fucking writing squiggles. Well, I mean, sorry, but your writing looks like squiggles. But that's when I started to fall apart. The wheels came off, dude. I was like, what the fuck is this? And I was in classes with, like, army brat-type kids that had lived in Japan. Oh! So some of these kids, like, knew, and I mean kids, like, I was maybe 26, and they were, like, 18 or 19. So not kid kids, but... um, Kid adjacent. Yeah, this was after I had been asked to take time off of college. Oh. Uh, so when I came back, then I started taking Japanese. Because that's what you do after you have academic challenges, then you take the fucking hardest shit you can possibly think of. But yeah, so some of these kids had, like, lived in Japan and had, or, or, or like, one guy had been in the Navy, so he had been in Japan a lot. So this was not totally foreign to a lot of these people. <laughs> and so by the time we got, by the time we got to, to kanji, it was, like, maybe the third semester. Yeah, my our class was like fucking six people. 
<laughs> Everybody that had started with us at level one was like, had dropped out. But that's when they I They said Domo Origato? Yeah, that's when I started getting embarrassed on the daily. Like, because I couldn't read shit, dude. The, that kanji shit is fucking hard, dude. Tell that the kanji club. Fucking hundreds and hundreds of this these fucking characters. And it's like, <laughs> I don't know what any of this... Basically, imagine if... I mean, I guess it's kind of like that with English. You, you memorize what every word looks like, I guess. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, that's like it doesn't make fucking sense. <laughs> I mean, you can't just sound it out. <laughs> Is what My I mean. Star Wars joke just went over your head, didn't it? No, I got it. Huh. Okay. I mean, it's vaguely racist that they call them Kanji Club, but, you know. Since, well, the kid was... Since that's what oh, yeah. their uh, their alphabet's called, is Kanji. Yeah. But uh, I, I caught that the first time I saw it. I was like, ooh, I'm surprised nobody, you know, and seeing how, like, every member of Kanji Club is Asian. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh. It's like... <laughs> I almost said something really bad. Yeah, see, I'm trying to restrain myself too. <laughs> I almost said, "What's up, Kamanago?" <laughs> I was gonna say, "Ooh la la." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's get back to on track. Let's get away Wait, from. What was I talking about? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> How the fuck did I get on Chinese and Japanese writing? Because I was asking you about German. Oh right, and I got into talking about yeah. What were you going to bring up during banter? Because this ain't it. Um, oh, I told you what I got for her father today, right? Uh, Kicking the dick? Uh, No, that's every other day. That's what I gave you, too. And What'd you get for Father's Day? And also Father's Day, actually, now that I think about it. But that's uh, not what I was talking about. I got the Marvel Epic Star Wars hardback. You did? Volume 1. Fucking which was pretty surprising. Shit. I didn't... That was not on my radar at all for for anything i remember you telling me on free comic day you looked at it and was like oh yeah because it was half price uh-huh yeah she went back and got it based on me having seen it and looking at it there you know oh she does actually pay attention yeah i guess so she does like me <laughs> yeah, apparently i don't know why but um, i don't either <laughs> <laughs> but i was telling you like that it's fucking so pretty yeah and it, it's almost a shock to open that up after having read the the dark horse omnibus of those for so long yeah of the old star wars um comics you know i've got all of those omnibuses but the last one right no i didn't know that i only have the first one yeah i've got volume two and three and it's like fuck i wish i could have got four because then i'd have the complete run yeah anyway yeah well this this omnibus has how do you know off the top of your head how many are in the the Dark Horse Omnos, each volume? Isn't it only like 14 or 15? No, it's 20 to 25 issues per 20 to 25, Okay, This fucking epic hardback, 44 issues. So you've got half of it already. Yeah, I think there's only two volumes to this. Yeah, because I think they did 92 or 95 issues. Mm, I was thinking it was over 100. Maybe I'm thinking of G.I. Joe. I'm pretty sure because... It, like I said, it's 20 to 25 issues in the omnibuses. They There's three, and I'm almost... I'm in the 70s, I think. I've got, like, the first 70-something issues. Okay. So if it's 20 to 25 more, it would be 90-ish. Yeah. Yeah, judging by the... I think the back of the dust jacket has all the covers on it for all the issues that are in it. Oh, wow. I know. It's pretty fucking cool. 
I think it goes all the way up to well, it goes up definitely through Empire Strikes Back, the the Empire Strikes Back um, adaptation. I think I've got uh, through uh, Return of the Jedi. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, because it ran for a little bit after Return of the Jedi, and then that, that, that's about uh-huh. when everybody like was like, okay, Star Wars is done. Mm-hmm. Kenner shut and down. And then the novels and, happened. Yeah, years later. You're talking, about, was, talking about the Zahn novels? There was novels before those, I think. A couple. Mm-mm. Mm, okay. the, 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 the daily novels? The Han Solo and the Lando novels? I think so, yeah. Yeah, those didn't happen in the middle. Those happened before Jedi. Oh, did they? Oh, yeah. There was, dude, huh. when Jedi came out, within a year, well, no, I guess two years, because 85 would have been Power of the power of the Force with the Force coins and shit, the figures. Yeah. Or the collector coins. Mm-hmm. So within, and like the Ewoks and stuff, I think was right about that, but pretty much Star Wars was done, dude. It was fucking shut the fuck down until, I mean, I think even like the Ewok movies and shit were before 85. I think those were maybe like 84, 85, and then... It was lights out. Like, that was it. Nothing. Hmm. Nothing until 92, 91, 92, whenever the Zahn novel came out. That's when everybody fucking lost their fucking mind when that was coming out. Because they're like, holy fucking shit, we're getting more Star Wars. Oh my god, I just did a doo-doo. And that was like, felt like, it. I mean, it doesn't seem that long now. At the time, it was yeah. like an eternity between 85 and 92. Oh, yeah. And then it was another seven years before we got a movie. Huh. Yeah. But anyway, like I was saying, it was um, it's almost shocking to like open that big ass fucking hardback up and see those pages like full size. Yeah. I mean, they might actually be a little bit bigger than full size. I'm not sure. I'd have to compare them. Like fucking uh, what was that called? That uh, treasury? Not that big. No, oh. they're not that big. Okay. If they're if they're that big, they're like, I mean, if they're bigger, it's not by a whole lot but and that the colors the coloring on it is way less bold than in the the omnibuses the dark horse yeah. ones you know how they're like super like deep and almost oversaturated mm-hmm. this looks a lot paler which is a lot more like what the original coloring probably was yeah or at least the effect on that newsprint yeah that's what i was gonna say uh the look on newsprint yeah, yeah. But fuck, it's so pretty. I've only flipped through it and like read a few pages of the first issue, and uh, it's so nice. I remember back when we were doing the typecast, and we kept saying we were going to go through those some more. We should definitely. We haven't really touched them since. No. It kind of bums me out, man. Well, I mean, other shit gets in the way. I know. We got a lot of shit we want to do. Yeah, we could do them for a book club. Or, no, well, we should do that for more... conversations. What the fuck? We have another show. Yeah, I was going to say, dude, we fucking... That was the plan, and then we did those two episodes of Comic-Con that haven't come out, and we were like, that's good. Well, no, it was more like... We got a lot got of shit this, going on. all this other shit to cut. <laughs> I have 22 episodes of Dark Disciple I need to cut. <laughs> <laughs> it was 19! Was it only 19? If, Holy shit. Yeah, 20 if you count the prequel. <laughs> Damn. Heir to the Empire came out in 91, by the way. 91, okay. I, th- I knew it so was So did when the I first was... Dark Empire novel. Dark Empire. Yeah. By uh, Tom... Well, this... Tom V-E-I-T-C-H. 
Oh, the comic yeah, book. It? It's not a novel. Oh, well. Dark Empire, yeah. Well, see, there was comics, though. Yeah, at the same, yeah, at the same time, but... I, <laughs> I know. I would have to look it up, but I can almost guarantee you that Dark Empire came out after the Zahn novel. That was the first fucking Probably, thing. but it was right around the same time, though, that they were planning them. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. My point remains... I know, you bitchy little fuckface. We suffered, goddammit. Yes, we didn't have nothing for four years. No, it was a long time. Boo fucking who? (laughs) (laughs) You had the role-playing game, you fucking sissy. Oh, that's that's a good point. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. Oh. Oh, they're doing that reissue of the West End games. Yeah, that does look pretty good. Oh, fuck, it looks sweet. I'm really tempted to get it, except that I still have my original book. So I'm like, well, how the fuck would I buy this again? Other than yeah. I could buy it again and then not worry about fucking it up, you know, when I'm reading it. Yeah. But or you could read that and keep your original one in better condi- condition. That's what I mean. Oh. That's what okay. I meant. I wouldn't have to worry about fucking up my original. Oh, okay. Never mind. Which is fucked up. I don't know if I ever told you this, but... I had an experience with a dude one time. No, that West End Games <laughs> rule book when it came out. Uh, on the back of it, there's a medallion printed on the back that says... It's funny, the experience with the dude probably had something on the back, too. It did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it has a, a medallion, and it says, Star Wars, the first ten years. Oh, it my came, God. It came, it came out on the 10th anniversary of Star Wars. Wow, dude. 1977 to 1987. I remember, I remember seeing that and going, damn, Star Wars has been around for 10 years. Oh, and now it's 40 years old. No shit, 41. Right? That was 31 fucking years ago. No shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> this is why I drink. Wow, you're old. <laughs> Life fades away, dude. I'm just telling you. Time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping. Yep. Into the future. Don't let the sun go down on me. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> um, Are we done bantering yeah. 25 minutes into the show? <laughs> yeah. But my point about the role-playing game was... Once we eventually get through the Phineas fuck whistle. You're goddamn right. That's happening. I know. I want to so bad now. Oh, dude, so do I. Just just seeing the uh, that reissue made me like Jones for getting that book out and being like, fuck yeah. Yeah. That, oh, fuck yeah. Because that we West End get... one was honestly so much better than the uh, Wizards of the Coast one that they did. I guess it wasn't yeah. so much better. But it was a lot faster, I think, and a lot um, looser and more fun. And it seems like West End added a whole lot more that people cared about. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, they um, they used to have the Star Wars Adventure Journal, mm-hmm. of which I have like several of them still. I I've started to try to sell them when I needed money a little while back, like yeah. a few years ago. Fuck, it's so glad that nobody bought those fucking things. I'm so glad that I still have them, actually. But they're, like, little, like, um, I don't know. They were bigger than digest size, the footprint of them. Uh-huh. But they came out, like, every three months, I think. They had, like, adventures in them. 
that you could run, and they had original stories, original fiction. Oh, now that is what would get me. Yeah, like new stuff, new items for the games, new locations and stuff. Mm-hmm. It was pretty fucking sweet. And That's cool. They really have, like, taken some stuff out of those games and put them in, um, like, the animated shows, I think, have done it a few times. Yeah, I think uh, Rebels pulled from it pretty heavily. Um, they Yeah, they did it at least once. Probably more than and once. And then, from what I've heard, Solo had a few pieces of it, too. Um, I can't remember for sure. Or at least references. Yeah. I can't remember if there were any that were specific to the West End games, though. Although, I, I'm pretty sure... What fucking one was it? Maybe it was a comic book. Somewhere, somebody referenced um, General Kraken, or Agent Kraken. And that was... Fucking Vino. That was a, a, a West End Games character that was, like, supposedly, like, the spy hunter of the Rebellion. The guy who would okay. find... Who, who, who was, like, the spy master or whatever, the intelligence master. Okay. And there was, like, a supplement, like a source book. It was called Wanted by Kraken. Huh. And it was uh, it was just a a book of all these NPCs that were like the most wanted criminals in the galaxy. Huh. So it was like the rebellion's most wanted or whatever. But yeah, it was called Wanted by Kraken. And I think there was another Kraken book too. I don't Filma? know. Filma? No, not that one. <laughs> okay. Man, we well, had, that's cool. We had so much fun playing that game. Yeah, I totally missed out on that train. Filled in so many dark years of no Star Wars shit. Of which there weren't many. Bullshit. <laughs> suffered, goddammit. <laughs> you only had like five years, dude. Whiny uh, okay. little fucks. Well, fucking Caravan of Courage and shit. When did you say that was? Like, 85? 84, 85. Okay, that was six years if it was 85. Yeah, before the fucking book came out. <laughs> For fuck's sake. Let's not get, let's not get ex- too excited. <laughs> Fuck. Anyway, we're done with that, right? Yeah, we're done with that. I'll we got shit to that. talk about. We're a half hour in and we ain't talked shit. Oh, we talked lots of shit. True, true. Just nothing, just nothing cool. Yes. <laughs> Fucking nerds. Alright. Pimp Spot? Let's do it. Play this intro! Wait. That was how I did book our uh, joke corner. It was. Oh man, I forgot. I've got joke corners. Ah, that's alright. Play the intro! Ready? Go! Pimp Spot time! Do 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 do. Hey, baby. What you need? Yeah. Um, how much is this gonna cost me? How much you got? Whoa. Oh, yeah, baby. Come on in to the Nerd Blitz Pimp Spot. This episode, we're going to be talking about stuff we've watched, correct? 
correct. This is a little thing I don't think many people have heard of, but I think it needs to be on your radar, okay? Okay. Ma and I, over the last three or four days, have been watching this show on DVD. Uh Uh-huh, that's a digital video disc? That's what it is. Okay, I know what those are. Okay, yeah, they're hard to find sometimes. Yeah. We've watched almost the first season of this little-known show, I am so shocked more people haven't talked about it, called The Sopranos? Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah! I remember one time you mentioned it and was like, dude, you'd love it. Yeah? Well, we're almost through season one, and it's pretty fucking good, man. Season one's not even the best season. That's okay. That means there's good shit to look forward to. It's it hits a little it hits a few bumps in the later seasons. It starts to get a little Does tired, it? I think, but then uh then it then it picks back up and but yeah, like the first few seasons are fucking gold. Yeah, like I said, this is pretty fucking good so far. Yeah, I mean, it's about as perfect as you can get in a TV show. I've seen a lot of people talking about how influential this is. And you can see the groundwork that this laid for shit like Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. But well, Sons, I mean, like, I mean, you ratcheted notice, it up. You notice they don't really make gangster shows anymore. They don't really make gangster movies anymore. Yeah. It's done, dude. They done mm-hmm. did it. <laughs> they done yeah. did it all. People are like, fuck this shit. We can't touch this for 20 years. No shit. Let, let's, wait, let's wait 30 years and reboot this show because <laughs> uh, nobody's going to be able to touch the stuff that they... I mean, they, they go so many places and they cover so much ground. Oh, yeah. Like, there's nothing new that anybody could be like, here's what our gangster movie's going to be. Well, mm-hmm. fucking Sopranos already did it, all right? <laughs> and they yeah. probably did it way better and way more efficiently than you were going to do it. Well, like I said, you can see the groundwork this laid for shit like Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. But fucking Kurt Sutter ratcheted shit up to the point where it's like, well, they did this, but let's do that. Yeah. But let's have it be super fucking gory and even more violent over the top yeah which i ain't got a problem with yeah so refresh my memory like what happens in the first season i don't even remember what happens in what season uh okay well season one obviously he starts therapy and right um the kids are finding out what he does Mm -hmm. Uh, oh uh uncle junior rises to the top and becomes the Big oh bad. right, because uh, because the that that's right. Because when the show starts, doesn't um, fucking Richie? No, not Richie April. It's uh, Jackie April, right? Is the yeah the he the got head. cancer and yeah. died. Yeah, right. He died. So then, then Uncle Junior takes over, right? Yeah, Isn't because right? Tony sort of fucking sets it up for him, and yeah, though he's still sort of running shit, but using Uncle Junior as the, as the uh, lightning head. rod. Yeah, yeah. His mom goes in the nursing home that they start hiding all their shit in because the government's closing in with Rico. Okay. Which, that's something that a lot of fucking organized crime shows like Sons have used since is... Let's play with fucking Rico Act. Yeah. Oh, they're fucking... They, they're rico and after his ass, like, the whole series. Mm-hmm. You, yeah, I could tell. Like, like it'll go away for a while, and then they'll, then they'll get new evidence, or they'll get new something, and they'll come back. Well, he just figured out that I think it's Jimmy is the rat. Jimmy? Which one's Jimmy? 
uh, he's big fat dude wears track suits, not the other guy, which there's another big fat dude that wears track suits, but they both got pinched on the same day at the same place. Okay. And it's the, not big pussy, the, right? No, he's the uh, one they thought it was. Okay. But he figured out it's Jimmy instead. Maybe. We'll find out tonight as we watch the last two episodes of season one. Okay. But, uh, yeah. They think it's pussy because he's got these... Uh, Paulie's doctor looked him over and said there ain't shit wrong with his back. But he's still got these tremendous back problems and shit. So they think it's mental and he talks to his psychiatrist about it. And she's like, well, you know, if somebody's keeping secrets or got a lot of stress, that can cause mental... Uh, issues that lead to physical pain he's like oh okay but yeah that's pretty much all we've seen so far yeah that's a fucking really good show yeah i remember you telling me you watched it yeah i remember you telling me you watched it though when the kid was little and you'd have to get up and he'd wake up in your arms as you changed oh yeah yeah i did yeah that's right yeah that's right because it was weird i that was one of those shows that i resisted yeah when it first came on, it was back when we were doing the wrestling thing, and my cousin, wow. my cousin, and the other dude would be like, "Yeah, it started in like two thousand one or two. Ninety nine. Oh, ninety nine. Okay, well, yeah, then definitely it was during that time. But it was about, it, yeah, it was about two thousand one when I was first starting to hear about because they were talking about it all the time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, fuck that! I don't like the gangster shit, really. I mean, kind of do, but you know, yeah. Uh, well, plus, I didn't have HBO, so I was like, nah, fuck it. Yeah. I'm not going to worry about it. And then many moons later, Jennifer's dad had st- had been watching it. And so when I'd be over at their house, this is before we had our house and everything, I'd, we'd go over there on Sunday or whatever and have dinner with him on Sunday or whatever. Afterwards, he'd be like, oh, i got to go watch Sopranos. So then we'd end up sitting there watching Sopranos. So it was probably the, f- the last season or the season before the last season, maybe. And so I like kind of got into it, but I didn't have the whole background of the first four years or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And I was like, man, this show is really fucking good. And then we just kept watching it. And then we got married, moved into our house and I was able to keep watching. And I just, I watched the last season or whatever, all the way to the end. And then after the kid was born, we got Netflix before it was like Netflix streaming shit where it was all the the discs really. Yeah. And I got, I would get the Soprano seasons sent to me. Gotcha. And I'd go. I went back and started over from the beginning because I'd never seen those earlier episodes. So there's lots of stuff that they reference later in the show that's like, oh, I don't know what that means, or I don't know who that was, or whatever, you know. Yeah. So there's tons of continuity and and stuff within that show. So I did. I went back and watched that fucking holding my kid all night because he wouldn't sleep in his bed. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so we're we've got two episodes left in season one. And it's like fuck. This is good. Mm-hmm. I mean, right now I like Sons better because it's more action. You yeah, know? this one. Yeah, this isn't so much action as it is a lot of character stuff and a lot of yeah, which I don't mind. A lot of drama. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't mind that, but Sons has all of that shit with action. Right. That's why I prefer it, and it's not just action. It's like there is fucked up shit that happens, like. At some points, real grotesque imagery. Really? Yeah, which I really dig. Wasn't that on... What channel was that on? FX. Really? And they can get away with that shit on FX? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Like, you know the whole fucking Glenn eyeball hanging out thing on Walking Dead? Yeah. 
They did that on Sons. Really? Yeah, they showed a dude and his fucking eyeballs hanging out and getting in the dirt and shit, so there's blood and dirt and mud on his eye. It's fucked up. Yeah, that's gnarly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think there's anything in Sopranos that's quite like that. Yeah, no, see, I expected a lot of, like, hardcore violence and shit. No, it's not really like that. Yeah, I'm realizing that. A lot of titties, though. That, you'll, you'll that like I've that. noticed, too. Yeah. That's what happens that. when you own a titty bar. <laughs> yeah. A lot of titties. He fucks a lot of chicks. Yes. Mm-hmm. Noticed that as well. A lot of racist shit goes on. Yes. I've noticed that as well. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's it's fucked up because there's so much on PC, like, just blatant. It, it was pre-2012. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's how they probably, that, you know, that's how those characters would behave, so. Yeah. I do think it's funny, though, that they're dropping N-bombs and shit left and right, but they're always worried about how the Italian ethnicity is treated. Oh, yeah. That's what's funny. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, yeah, I think that's part of the point of them doing that is the, the hypocrisy and the double standards mm-hmm. of, of, of everything. And it also, it's like the, the double standard of the hypocrisy of, you know, he's all about like honor and doing the right thing and, and all this shit. But then at the same time, he's like cheating on his wife and he's fucking killing people. And yeah, you know, it's, it's all so, um, there's different variations of honor, though. You got to keep that in mind. <laughs> I, I guess so. <laughs> well, it, they do talk about early on. I forget who Carmela was talking to, but she said, like, she sort of encouraged him to step out because, um, you know, she was raising the kids and she had everything to do. So she knew she couldn't keep up with his needs. I think she was talking to the priest that it looks like she's going to hook up with. But yeah, she's talking to him, and he's like, well, then you're not blameless, because you encouraged it. You let him get away with it. Because she starts being like, well, what the fuck? He's fucking cheating on me with his doctor, which he wasn't yet. So it's like, that's not really dishonorable if she's like, do it. Go ahead. Yeah. But yeah, I, I feel you. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah. It's a good show, man. It is. It's so It's such a bummer that, I don't know whether they would actually have ever done this or not, but it's such a bummer that he's dead now and they can't bring that show back. Well, there was talk at one point of doing a movie. Right. Yeah. They had talked Which, about Which, I mean, but... with him dead, it's not that hard to do. No, I mean, they could, but it's not going to be the same. No, like, he, but I mean, given how show. the show ended, it's not that hard to believe that he could die. No. Oh, you know how the, you, you know how the show ended. Motherfucker, who doesn't? <laughs> Spoilers. Fucking... Don't stop! Believe! I thought that was brilliant. I loved it. I remember when that happened. Oh, people lost their and people, fucking mind. Yeah. People thought their fucking TVs got cut off. Oh, I did too. They thought I, I watched HBO it live. Went I watched down. it as it happened and I was like, what? What the fuck? Mm-hmm. And then I was like, dude, that's fucked up. That That's fucking ballsy, dude. But, you know, make of it what you will is what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you think it ended? Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, cool. I mean, it's since been like, I mean, they've almost come right out and said that, yeah, he got whacked at the end. The, the show, the guy who's in the show, the showrunners or whatever, the creators or whatever, he actually yeah. almost, like, mit- almost come out and said, well, yeah, that's what happened. But yeah. to me, it was just like, well, see, there was the, I remember not long after it happened, they said, 
uh, well, yeah, he got killed. And people were like, then what the fuck did you fade to black for? And they were like, or did you cut to black for? And they were like, because Journey said they didn't want somebody getting killed to their song. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. I didn't. I never heard that part. I had, I had heard that it was they did it that way because earlier in that season or the season before, he's talking to, um, fuck, what's his name? Not Big Pussy, but the other big fat dude. I can't think of his name now. That could be Jimmy. I don't know. I don't think that's Jim. Maybe it is. I don't think his name was Jimmy, but I don't know. Anyway, he was talking to somebody. and Or wait, is it that dude that he's on Blue Bloods now? But he's a big fucking fat dude. He looks like he belongs in a mafia movie or TV show. Probably, yeah. It's probably and, that guy. Yeah, can't, and he's on Blue name, Bloods. Though. I can't think of it either, but he's on Blue Bloods now, and it's like, you don't fit in as a lawman. Well, anyway, he was talking to him, and they were having this conversation, like this deep philosophical conversation about what they thought it was like when they got, when they, if you got shot, if you got whacked. Yeah, and yeah, one of them was like, it just goes black. It just goes to black, yeah. Uh-huh. So that's why that's what I remember them saying was yeah. the reason why they just went to black was because that's what would happen. But uh-huh. at the time I was watching it, I was like, oh well, no, it doesn't mean he got killed because to me it it played like here all this fucking crazy shit happens at the end, mm-hmm. and then here they are around a table eating like nothing happened. The family leaves to go to the shitter or whatever. Their life just goes on. It's just it just continues on. You know what I mean? The show ends, but this is their life and this is just what's going to keep happening you know mm-hmm. yeah to me that's what it what it meant was like it there was no meaning to it it was just like it's done now you know yeah but and like he is the fucking star of the show so yeah but then when all those other theories started coming i was like oh yeah that actually makes more sense yeah because they were like oh yeah and then the there's a guy with the fucking members only jacket that walks by and that was a reference to something earlier in the series and you know, he went in the bathroom and then he's going to come out and he just pops them or he doesn't go in the bathroom. He turns around and shoots them or whatever the fuck. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, that actually makes more sense. Hmm. So but either yeah. way, but but yeah, but it's a bummer that he's he's gone and they can't do anything now, really. Well, I mean, like I said, they could. I mean, they could do a prequel, too. I mean, they could. I actually have heard something about a prequel. I have, too, actually. But yeah, they could do a sequel show and it's like fucking you never go inside and see the body. Yeah. But I mean, well, I mean, I'm not going to give anything away, but it would be difficult. Let's put okay. it that way. <laughs> it would be difficult to do a sequel show without without Tony. Well, we'll revisit that at a later date then. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, let's a, just say that this, this show has a body count. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> By the time that. you get to the end, this show's got a body count. Speaking of, you never watched Rescue Me, did you? No, not really. I watched a couple episodes, but it wasn't it wasn't something that I watched a lot. I really love that show. And speaking of body count, I always thought that show, the two ways it should have ended was one, either Tommy dies and everybody else lives or Tommy lives and everybody else dies, which I know I'm like fucking speaking Chinese or Japanese or German to you. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that show ended. I won't go into all that. Because we've got other shit we want to talk about. But yeah, I always thought that was the way because on that show, he could always see like ghosts and shit. And he talked to ghosts. So I thought. He did? If, yeah. Fuck, um, I don't remember that part. Uh, it it kind of came and went. Oh. But like the first season or two, it was hardcore. He was talking to his cousin. I think his name was Jimmy. His cousin Jimmy who died in the towers. No shit. Dude, I don't remember any of that. Like, 
I'm I think I've only seen like two or three episodes, and and none of that came into play. Yeah. Well, s- the fourth season, still to this day, I'm not quite sure what that because it was fucked up by the writer strike, so the fourth season makes really no sense. Oh, okay. Um, but the first three seasons, and then season five, and I think they did a sixth, sixth or seventh season. Um, but. Everything but the fourth season is pretty good. You've just got to get over that hump of the fourth season. But yeah, that ghost shit sort of came and went as they needed it. But yeah, I thought he should have lived and everybody else in the house should have died because there was this big explosion in the second to last episode and they were all trapped in this warehouse. And only one or two dudes died, I think one. But um, yeah, I thought he should have lived and they all should have died and he could have seen them still. I thought oh, that would have been a cool way to that go. Been fucked up. Mm-hmm. That was an unexpected pimp spot. I didn't. I didn't know that's what you were gonna pimp. You... I know. I wanted to keep it from you as long as I could, then fucking drop it on you. Yeah, you did. Yeah, cause Ma found uh, the complete series dirt cheap somewhere. Yeah. And we always wanted to watch it, but we never got to it. Yeah. Oh, there's the show's got so many good guest stars too as the seasons go on. Yeah. Like, that was a big. Like that was a big credit for people to get, or like a big. Um, yeah, I know. Kev like said feather, at one point like he would like to be on that, it. That you got to be on the Sopranos, like big. It was time sort of range. like The Simpsons. Kinda, yeah. So it's like Steve Buscemi is on it later, and fucking mm-hmm. uh, the dude from Springsteen's band is in the first season. He's in the whole show. Yeah, that's not a spoiler. He's well, yeah, he's in it. Yeah, for but a, yeah. I've only seen the first season, so that's all I know. But I'm talking about like a fucking uh, guest stars. Anthony yeah. Le, oh, Anthony Le, no, um, fuck, <sighs> what the fuck is that guy's name? Uh, that old dude. Yeah, that old dude. I oh, f- fucking uh, Burt Young is in it. Okay, yeah. Uh, he's in it at some point. This is just fucking guest stars galore, dude. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's it's a really good show. There's some truly, like, scary, disturbing parts in it, too. Like I said, in a couple episodes, once we finish it all, we'll have to do an update. And okay. Fucking get balls deep on it. Yeah. I mean, I might have to go back and watch it, because it's been, <laughs> uh... Well, I mean, that's something that I can talk... I Damn. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I've really gone back and watched any... Like, I've seen bits and pieces yeah. of, of shows as they're being aired. Because um, for a while after the show ended, they, it was on it was on broadcast TV for a long time. It was on A and E. Yeah, not broadcast, I guess, but totally fucking hacked up and censored. Yeah, I remember Which... seeing it when I was in Toronto. They they had it on some. Wait, 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 wait. What did you just say? I said I remember seeing it when I was in Toronto. You were in Toronto. You didn't know I've been to Toronto. No. Yeah, I went to Toronto on for work in two thousand six. I did not know that. Yeah. It was huh. fun. That was so much fun. It was a shitty work trip, but I made I, I was so proud of myself I made so much fun out of it. I was gonna say I would guess that would be fun for somebody like you. Yeah, it was. Right on. The the work part sucked, but I yeah. I like I put my big boy pants on and I went by myself on the fucking subway to downtown and went to the Hockey Hall of Fame. That's what I'm saying. And I walked around fucking downtown Toronto by myself and found the Maple Leaf Gardens and I walked through 
probably where Malcolm lives in the fucking gay town. Okay. Yeah, I think I've talked about this, or maybe I talked about it on the other show, but... It had to have been the other show, because this is news to me. I was was trying to find Maple Leaf Garden, so I took the subway back up from the Hall of Fame. I took the subway back up towards my hotel. Okay. um, Got off at a stop that I thought was where it would kind of be, and I went to a gas... I was walking around, and, I mean, this was before Google Maps, really, so I was going off directions... I don't know what, and I, I walked around. I couldn't necessarily find it. I thought it was should have been right there, mm-hmm. and so I went to this gas station and I was talking to this Pakistani dude behind the behind the counter who could barely speak English, and I asked him where Maple Leaf Gardens is, and he's like, "They're not playing tonight," and I'm like, "No fucking shit! It's the middle of the summer, dickhead. <laughs> they don't even fucking play there anymore." But he's like, "Oh, I think you go around that corner." And so anyway, it took me forever, and I finally found it, and. Then I went across the street to Mickey Finn's and had a fucking beer. Did you go up to any comic shops up there? I did. Oddly enough, when I was walking around, they did have a comic shop there. Because I've heard uh, they've got some, like, legendary spots in Toronto. Uh, yeah, I don't remember what the, this place was called, but it was right on um, Yonge Street, I think. Okay. Which is like the big, which is like the main drag down the middle of Toronto. Did you ever see Evening with Two? Yeah. That comic shop that uh, Kev goes into and the bonus features on that, uh-huh. that place looks awesome. Hmm. I don't remember this place being anything super special, but uh, I was surprised that it was that it was there, that I stumbled across it. Right anyway, on. Anyway, how the fuck do we get into that? Oh, I, I was in my hotel room. They had one of the channels up there. I, I don't know if it was A&E or some equivalent, but they had they were playing Sopranos episodes. Yeah. Yeah. And before it started, there's a guy that came on. He's like, um, hi there. Uh, I just want to apologize if this show offends you. Uh-huh. You're um, going to see some shit here? It's a quality show, but people are going to fucking die, eh? You know what's funny, though, is when we were up there, there was um something on the news about, well, you know how everybody's always like, oh, Canada's so nice and everybody's so friendly and nice. and no, Nothing, nothing bad ever, nothing happens, bad ever happens up there. Well, there was something on their news about fucking Royal Mounted Police or something had gotten to a gigantic fucking shootout with these drug dealers or something. Like, two fucking Mounties got killed and, like, <laughs> and all this shit. And I was like, oh, my God. It was like, am I back home? What the fuck yeah, is going you're on like, here? What happened to Sorry? <laughs> and, and you know what else is fucked up? We were walking around. Like I said, I went to the Hall of Fame. And it's inside of a mall, first of all. But second of all, it's it's not that far from, uh, I guess, like their Grand Central Station or whatever, their train station. Okay. And so I'm walking around, or maybe this was the first night we drove down to the waterfront on the lake. Some fucking dude drowned while we were down there. Somebody fell in the water and drowned, and there was fucking cops everywhere. And then at some point we were driving around, I think coming back to the hotel, and I remember driving past the, the train station or whatever. And uh, fucking their police are walking around with machine guns. I was like, what the fuck? It looked like, uh, I mean, it almost looked like riot police here, but it was like they're normal, just normal dudes on patrol. But they wow. had like fucking machine gun. I was like, what the fuck? And what was it? Or you don't know? I don't know what, it, I mean, it was just, it was just, there was nothing going on. It was just a dude, oh. uh, a cop standing out there with a, like a, like a machine gun. 
Wasn't it in Canada that fucking uh, story they told they talked about on Smodcast where that fucker went onto a bus and just started sawing somebody's head off or something? Oh yeah, that was Canada too. Yeah, real safe. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess relatively speaking, it is, but yeah. But I just thought it was funny that it was like I was like, oh my god, what the fuck? I didn't think this kind of shit happened up here. Mm-hmm. We keep our doors unlocked, eh? And they were like, this is a huge drug problem in this area where these guys... I was like, I didn't know they had drug problems in Canada. What the fuck? There's drugs in Canada? And they're not fucking cheap prescriptions? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> um, do you want to talk about more TV or do you want to get to the movies we've seen? Let's get to the more of the movies we've seen, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you just fucking mixed both of those things together. You want to talk about more TV or the movies we've seen? <laughs> Let's know. get to more movies we've seen, I guess, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to offend you by picking one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, okay, let's talk about some movies, fuckhead. Yeah, we'll have to talk about the Canada trip more sometime, because there's some more of the other stories that are kind of fun. Okay. I know it doesn't sound fun, but... As long as you're not going to talk about more hockey, it might be fun. I'm not going to talk about more hockey. The hockey's done. Okay, good. Neil Young was there when we were there. We walked past the Air Canada Center and there were... Is that Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, Neil Young? Yeah, it was. Oh my it was God. Actually, it was actually Crosby, Stills and Young. Yeah, it was Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young or whatever. It was their reunion tour. Holy shit, I called it! Mm-hmm. Okay, movies, goddammit! Okay, go for it. Do we want to talk about the Canadian movie I saw or do we want to talk about the awesome movie you saw? Uh, we can talk about your movie first, I guess. I saw Deadpool 2, motherfuckers! What? You saw a movie without me? Yeah. What the fuck? You know, this is actually the second movie in the two year or the last year or so I've seen without you. What was the other one? We never talked about it. Angie and I went and saw Deadpool 2, and we went and saw It. Oh, that's right. Oh, you did. Did you? Oh, yeah. I think yeah. You, you told me you were going to see it, and we, yeah, we never talked about it. No, we kept meaning to, but it just kept getting pushed because it's like, hey, Star Wars is happening. Right. Which, hey, we've got a year and a half of no Star Wars, gang. We can talk about some shit. Yeah, we're going to talk about all kinds of shit that's not Star Wars related. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, yeah. Uh, we went and saw It, which, by the way, that was pretty good. I'd like to get that on Blu-ray and watch it again, but it was pretty good. There was some goofy shit, like they had this jittery fucking thing that the... Uh, clown did that made it look kind of comical but for the most part it was pretty fucking good a jittery thing yeah like when he would come at the kids he wouldn't just like walk real creepy he just walked and it was sort of herky jerky oh I, and jittery i got you to make it look real fast but it just looked like <laughs> look at that clown i got you, I got you. <laughs> so yeah but that was really fucking good hmm. yeah i think molly said she liked it too I vaguely remember you saying that when I told you I saw it. Yeah. I remember last year when we were in Chicago, they had a, because the movie was getting ready to come out. Yeah. They had a, like a fear bus or something. It was a, like one of those, it was like a trailer set up and you go into it and it's like a VR. I think it looked like a, I think it was actually looked like a school bus. Oh, cool. Or something like, like a period school bus from like, from the time period the movie set in. Mm-hmm. And you went the on 80s. it, and it was, uh, I think it was a virtual tour through Derry. Oh, cool. Or something, so it was supposed to feel like you were driving 
on that school bus and going through the town and like some fucking crazy creepy shit was supposed to happen. It was all like VR. I was like, fuck that. I'm not getting on that. <laughs> I don't want to shit my pants. I didn't bring extra underwear. <laughs> I just had to eat a fucking $50 steak from Gibson's. I'm not shitting that out in my pants. I want to keep that. I want to keep that inside as long as I can. <laughs> Get my money's worth. Uh, I'll take a picture. Send it to the wife. <laughs> <laughs> now, Molly didn't spoil it for me, or she didn't really, uh, didn't really explain what it was. She just said they did it a different way. Okay. Um, but there's a part in the book, and I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't spoil this for you. There's. And spoilers for anybody who hasn't seen the movie or read the book. But at the end of this movie, they, they quote, defeat. They don't have an orgy. Right. Okay. So what did they do instead? <laughs> um, now you're, you got to keep in mind, I haven't seen it in a year. Yeah. But I know for a fact they didn't have an orgy. <laughs> no, I know they didn't. I know. That was a big thing when it was coming out. And that was one of the things I told Molly because she hadn't even read the book yet when it was coming yeah. out. Or she hadn't gotten to that part yet. And mm-hmm. I was like, how the fuck are they going to do that? That was like one of the things that I that stands out in my mind from when I read that book so long ago. Yeah. But that it was like, that is fucked up, dude. There's like fucking 12-year-olds fucking in this book. Yeah. I mean, it's it was done very sweetly and very, um, like, it, it it made sense, kind of. That it was empowering. Yeah. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't like, I mean, it was gratuitous. It wasn't like... I mean, it wasn't like overly gratuitous, but I guess any any book where twelve year olds are fucking, it's kind of gratuitous. Like, why'd you have to write that exactly? But yeah, at the same time, it was like it kind of makes sense that that's you know, it did didn't seem like it wasn't just a dog pile on the girl, <laughs> right? It wasn't. It, it didn't. It didn't seem that. I mean, it was fucked up and weird, but it didn't seem like ew, gross. I mean, it did. It, it did kind of seem ooh and gross, but at the same time, it was like oh, I, I can see why that. And I hate to use that buzzword, but yeah, everything what? I've heard makes it sound empowering. Yeah, I don't remember exactly. I. It sounds stupid, but from my memory, which this could be one hundred percent wrong, but from my memory, it was like they just believed hard enough. <laughs> That could be, I mean... And positivity or some shit. Yeah, because I mean, that's, that's really the what whole it was. Point. It was. Yeah. It's because they, it feeds on fear, right? Isn't that what exactly, it was? Exactly, yeah. And so they were up against the wall, and that was pretty much the only thing that they, she could think of to make these kids calm the fuck down. And it was like she was already, had been like abused by her dad or whatever, so it was like no big deal to her necessarily. Yeah, like, that's something they didn't go into in the movie. They There's a lot of shit that's implied in the new movie. Yeah, well, I think the I think the abuse was kind of implied in the book, too. I don't, I think the physical abuse was there, but I think the, I think it was, like, heavily implied that he was, like, fucking raping her and shit. Yeah. It, it was really fucking bizarre to me when I read yeah. it. But, whatever. Yeah, a lot but, of people seem to point to that as, like, whoa! It was definitely like, whoa, that's taking a real fucking risk. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, maybe back in 1986, it wasn't that big of a risk, but... Whew, Especially boy. for a book slash story that was set in the 50s. Right. That seems like a more modern idea. More modern yeah. idea. Mm, I don't know if it's as modern as you think. Well, 
but yeah. For you and others have suggested that like it was her idea, right? Oh yeah, yeah. No, it was it was definitely her idea. It wasn't even suggested that it was her idea. It was like well, no, I'm saying you do. are suggesting. You didn't just you're suggesting, and other people have suggested to me. I'm not saying it's suggested in the book. It was her idea. I mean, that's what to me seems like a more modern idea. That oh, it that would she be would like, she, that she would do that. Yeah, to be like, you know what, guys? Instead of them being like, let's fuck this one. Yeah. That seems more modern than something set in the 50s. Yeah, I guess I guess maybe so. And, you know, speaking of the comparisons of Sopranos and Sons, you were talking about um, uh, her dad possibly doing some fucking dirty shit to her. Yeah. You know that coach in the first season of Sopranos that was fucking uh, molesting that girl? And Tony and the... Artie Bucco or whatever, they had to make the decision whether or not to fucking Whack kill the dude. Yeah. yeah. Well, that happened in Sons. There was a Carney. It was like the first two or three episodes. A carnival came into town and uh, Carney fucking molested or raped a little girl. Oh, shit. I liked the way they handled it on Sons better than the way they handled it in uh, Sopranos. On Sons, they found the dude, they beat the fuck out of him, and then they cut his balls off. I mean, that's what you do. Exactly. What'd they do on Sopranos? They just whacked him? No, they fucking called the cops. Oh. And it's like, fuck, too! You beat the shit out of him, you cut his nuts off, and if he survives, then you call the cops. Mm-hmm. Look, this guy fell down and his balls fell off. <laughs> <laughs> he fell down on this Elsie maker. Now that we're talking about this, now I wonder how they handled that in the TV version of it. I think they just didn't even do anything with it. I think they just completely... Oh, the orgy? It's not even an orgy, it's a gangbang, let's be honest. Well, yeah. See, that's the thing. Uh, The new It versus the old It. Yeah. And I hate to keep fucking talking about other people, but that's where I heard about it. When that came out, do you remember Q talking about the new version on Tell Them Steve Dave? I do not know well he said and i hate to agree with him on this point but it's true in the new version you know how the black kid in the uh book and the tim curry version they were like just flat out they you knew why they hated him why the bullies were picking on him i mean because he was black they were just flat out hurling the n-word at him and the new one and you don't want to, like, put a kid through that where people are just shouting that in his face and shit, but it makes sense, you know, especially for the time period. Yeah, that, that was the whole point, in. and that yes. he was accepted by these other kids. Exactly, but the new version, there's they a don't whole, do there's that. There's a whole scene in it that's, that's the whole rock war, I think, is exactly. was yes. triggered by that. Yes, but the new version, they don't do that. Really? The bullies are just like, I don't like you, you don't belong in this town, and it's like, well... Anybody with half a brain understands why. Yeah, but I mean... But if you're not really familiar with it, you don't... It doesn't really make sense why they're like, We don't like you! We don't want you around here! I mean, it kind of makes... I mean, you get it. They don't have to yell the N-word at them. I know, that's what I'm saying. I understand that, but... You, You get the point. Yes, but when they do, once they get a fucking rock upside the head, you're really cheering. You're not just like, well... I That's guess true. they were a nuisance. Because, like, they're going after the other kids real hardcore about shit. Like, the fat kids are like, hey, Tubby! And cutting him and shit. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. Yeah. Which, like I said, that was Q's point on Tell Him, Steve Davis. Yeah, I like, guess it you does don't... feel like a cop-out or like a... Yeah. They kind of pussed out a little on that, I guess. Yes. Like I said, you don't want a kid getting that screamed at him, but at the same time, it's like, well, it kind of takes the teeth out of why they don't like the kid when they're just like, we don't like you. Because yeah. that's basically well, it, it, what it boils down to. Not necessarily takes the teeth out of why they don't like him, but it takes the teeth out of why these kids are so bad. That like, too, those yeah. Bully, why those bullies are so fucking awful. Why why they deserve a rock upside the head. <laughs> exactly. Because if it's just like, we don't like you, and it's like, well, fucking he doesn't like well, you then, either. Yeah, Move then on. go away. Yeah. Yeah. But once they start getting that aggro about it, then it's like, oh. Exactly my point. It's fucking rock time. Mm-hmm. And it's like, <laughs> I can't wait to see them fucking get bricked in the head. Yeah. But yeah, they kind of skirted that. and. Mm. Well, I mean, I guess I can't really blame them. No, in today's, but... In today's world, I don't, I can't blame them, but... Exactly. That's part of the problem with it. But, yeah, It, the new version, I saw that last year with Ange. It was great. I really fucking loved it, except for that jittery bullshit. Yeah. Because that, it's like, it's supposed to be scary, creepy shit's happening, and then he starts doing this jittery, almost, I don't know how to describe it, other than just jittery, like, run at him, that it's just hilarious to watch because it's a lame, modern thing yeah you know it's oh it's interesting but uh other than that yeah it was a great movie hmm. but deadpool 2 yes can i pee first <sighs> okay i'll do it too hang on let's pee together okay <laughs> we're on the same cycle <laughs> all right hi piddle pants <laughs> titillating that's the word i was looking for not uh not gratuitous that scene in the book yeah it was it was not done in like a titillating way titillating yeah you said tit yeah so yeah deadpool 2 yeah i have not yet seen this so this will be interesting this will be a a a reverse uh star wars review no shit (laughs) um how much do you know let's go there let's do the star wars way it's like how much do you know um Pretty much nothing. Oh. No. It's a good movie. So, what happened in Incredibles 2? <laughs> I, know, um, I know Juggernaut's in it. That's, yeah, okay. So they, that, was the, that was the thing I danced around a few weeks ago when I was asking you if you had seen it. Yeah, I know about that too, and that they did something with him. Huh? Do you know what happens? No. I just saw okay. a picture of him, and I didn't read the article. I was like, okay, well they, they They spoiled it with a picture. I was like, Fuck. Gotcha. Well, they tease him throughout the movie, and when he finally shows up, it's like, who the fuck could this be? Because I knew he was in it, too, and I forgot. Okay. So it's like, who the fuck could this be? And then he busts out, and it's like, oh, shit, that's Juggernaut. And he is not fucking Vinny Jones. No, no. The picture I saw was like, that's fucking Juggernaut. Yeah. Well, see, when he's getting ready to pop out, Angie looks over at me, and she's not as deep into this shit like we are. Yeah. And, like, a fist pops out, and she goes, is that Hulk? <laughs> that tells you how Juggernaut looks in this. Yeah. He looks like fucking Juggernaut. I love it. Yeah. I, I, I mean... That Vinnie Jones was so fucking disappointing. It was, yeah. That was so I'm the funny. Juggernaut, bitch! Yeah, fuck that shit. Yeah. Um, this is what I can definitely say. Okay. If... Slash when the Marvel or the Disney Fox buy goes through, 
They need to wipe the fucking slate except for the Deadpool movies. Because right. they get shit right. Yeah, that's that's what I would say, too. I agree. Even like, though like that I they... Said, before I even thought about... or I mean, I knew about it, and I kind of forgot until just now about the dreadnought, or the Juggernaut part. Mm-hmm. But, like, we were talking the other day, and I said they should just wipe all those fucking X-Men movies and then just... Take that, take that Colossus from Deadpool and move him over into the X Men yes, franchise. Yes, because he's dead on. So is Juggernaut. I can confirm. And, yeah, and then now Juggernaut too. So I could definitely get behind that. Now this movie does sort of tie. It sort of cleans up timelines and ties everything together. Okay. But if you ignore like a three second scene in the middle of this movie, just wipe all the X Men shit out. And this is coming from a dude that I loved the first X-Men movie. Oh, I loved the first X-Men movie, too. And I loved X-Men First Class. Yeah. The rest of them, eh, fuck it. I mean, X-Men 3 is fun, but fuck it. Just yeah. wipe the rest of them out. Yeah, like X-Men 2 and X-Men 3, I liked elements of it. I liked parts yeah. of them. But yeah. overall, they weren't that great. But Mm-mm. but X-Men, the first X-Men movie, I mm-hmm. really dug. Mostly, I think, because... It's fucking X-Men. They actually made a fucking X-Men movie. And it's a strong movie. I mean... Yeah. But, yeah, the first class and the first X-Men movie, are, I think, are really great movies, but fuck it. Just wipe the rest of them, all of them out. Yeah. Except for the Deadpool franchise. That's how you get into the X-Men universe in the Marvel universe. You yeah. don't have to fucking tie them into the MCU. Honestly, I don't think you need to do movies. Do it at TV Well, that's or what I Netflix said was, That's what I was telling you was I thought... X-Men feels more like a TV series than... Yeah, it feels like a continuing story. Yep. It's like it's like a soap opera. It's a serialized... Yes. There's Not so much going on something you need two that... hours of every two years. Something that you need an hour of every week. Yeah, well, I do, do the TV show, and then a movie is your annual. I could see that, too, but even that, it's like, fuck it, just stick to yeah, TV. Yeah, or you could just stick to TV, too. It's fine. And on, and on TV, you could have... You could have several different series, like if you got it on Netflix or their streaming service mm-hmm. or whatever. Yep. You know how there's X-Men Blue and X-Men Gold, and there's all these different X comic books of different configurations and then of Defenders the X-Men them. teams, you know? Yep. You could have a 10-episode ten, ten series of each different team, and then you bring them all together for a movie. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, and then Defenders them. Yeah. I understand your struggle with Star Wars now. I don't know what to say about this too much, other than... Unlike, as we talked last episode, with, like, Austin Powers, where it was like, that was great, do another one. And they just repeat the same shit. Yeah. And hit the same shit over and over again in the sequel or sequels, to the point where it's like, well, that, why'd you bother? It sort of rings those bell, a couple of those bells again, but it does go in a totally different direction. That's good to hear. How was uh, Josh Brolin? Cable, was he all right? I gotta say, I think I liked him better as Cable than I did as Thanos, and I thought he was good as Thanos. Really? That's good. And he tries to come off in this movie Cable as, you know, hardline tough ass. Yeah. But they really give him a heart deeper than what you see in the comics. Yeah, he doesn't have much of a heart in the comics, does he? I, well, I don't want to spoil anything, but I think his storyline does follow the comics in the movie. Okay. The movie follows his storyline. But he tries to deny who and what he is and what he's there to do for. Or okay. what there he's what he's there to do. Okay. 
which tries to make him come off as just a soulless fucking murder machine, but he has a true heart that is surprising to see for somebody that they bill as a villain almost. Okay. But yeah, he was great. When Ryan Reynolds said that he doesn't see a Deadpool 3 working, I mean, okay, yeah, you could just shift the franchise into X-Force, but I could see a Deadpool 3 working, you know? I took that to mean, like, I don't know how many, how much more we can beat this horse. Like you were saying, like, it hits some of the same jokes, but goes in a different direction. Like, how long can they keep pivoting before they start running into the same Austin Powers problem? There's a thread that's carried from the first movie into the second movie that gets cut in this movie that without that thread, I can see how the uh, next movie could continue the story of Deadpool, but go in a totally different direction because that thread was ended in the second movie. Hmm. I can see Deadpool... Well, 2 is... He makes a joke at the beginning about it being a family movie, even though it's R-rated and there's, like, filthy jokes and blood. Yeah. And, but at its core, just how the first movie, if you really boil romance. it down, it's a love movie. It's a love yeah. story, yeah. This one is a family movie. Hmm. It's got the core shit that you would want in a solid movie for your family to tell a good, heartwarming uplifting family story they just make fucking baby dick jokes along the way hmm. i could see the third movie following that family thread okay so there's that hmm okay who was terry cruz what character did he play ah oh, fuck i forget his character's name was it just like a nobody or was it somebody you would know i think he was a character from the comics but he's honestly wasted which is sad because I really dig Terry Crews. Domino, was she alright? She was great. Okay. She plays into that whole family thread that I could see continued in the third movie. Or, like I said, if they just shifted it from Deadpool into X-Force. Okay. They're definitely doing X-Force. Yeah. Well, so, they well, were. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It'll be interesting to see what happens now that Marvel's going to own them or Disney's going to own them. Yeah, she is a damn good character, Domino. Yeah. okay. Yeah, her powers and the way they uh, have them work for her are perfectly suited for movies. Okay. Because they're, it sounds stupid given that her powers are luck, or her power is luck, Yeah. but it's incredibly cinematic. Okay. Um... I'm trying to think of who else. Or what else I can say. The action is great. It's funny as fuck. Um, you know this because she was in the promotional material. Blind Al comes back and it's not just like, Oh, she's blind again! Okay. I mean, it is, but it's... They add to her? Uh, kind of, yeah. It feels fresh still. She's still got that gruffness with... Sort of like with Cable. She's got that gruffness, but she's got heart behind it right was uh colossus was in it right yes and negasonic teenage warhead yes which her, uh, that's what i was saying about like her powers are different than they are in the comics but it's good enough or i think i meant to say that earlier i don't remember i don't remember you saying that but i guess i meant to say i've, we went I've a been drinking way. so i don't I, I can't remember exactly 
Uh, yeah, Colossus is in it again. And the story of him and Deadpool, it's really good. It's a best friend story. And like last time it was Colossus trying to be a friend and Deadpool not really understanding it. Yeah. And at the end, he still really, of Deadpool 1, he still didn't really understand it. Mm-hmm. He comes to understand friendship in this one. Okay. That's about all I'll say about that. But um, Okay. God, I want a fucking Spider-Man Deadpool movie. Fucking A, right? Have you read any of those those comics? Not yet. Comics are, oh, God damn it. They're so much fun. I can totally see how it would work. It's like fucking Spider-Man and Human Torch. It's like, how could it not work? Oh, it would definitely work. It's going to work in a totally different way than Spider-Man and Human Torch, but... Yeah, but, I mean, <laughs> it's totally different, but you can bo- see how both of them would, would go together well. Yeah, seeing how Deadpool likes to jack off to pictures of Spider-Man, <laughs> basically. Um, okay. <laughs> I mean, he basically, like, is in love with Spider-Man. Yeah, you've told me that, and I've yeah. seen that. So it's going to be a different, a different dynamic, but... Yeah. That's about all I can say about Deadpool 2. Okay. So, give us some Incredibleness. Well, I took the family to see The Incredibles last week. Last AKA Monday. Fantastic Four 2. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can only hope that when they get around to making a Fantastic Four, they actually make one half as good as Incredibles. Um, but Incredibles 2, it was good. I, I, it was really good. I liked it. It was, I was afraid it wasn't, I was uh, like we just said with Deadpool, I was afraid it was going to be like a carbon copy or a, you know, we're going to hit the same beats and the same kind of shit. Uh-huh. But it wasn't. Uh, I was afraid it, I was afraid it was going to get, it was going to get it tired too. I thought it was, I was afraid it might get like, not boring, but like I've fucking seen these characters already, you know? Yeah. Did it hit the beats that it needed to from the first movie, though? Oh, uh, I think so. Now, at the end of the first Incredibles, I haven't seen it in a while, but at the end of the first Incredibles, doesn't don't they see Jack Jack do his powers? Um, or is it just I the babysitter they, that sees it? I think it's just the babysitter. Okay, because that was one thing. Like the like, because they're they're all like shocked by his abilities or whatever. Yeah, and I'm like. Wait, didn't they fucking, didn't they show that at the end of the first movie? Wait, no, actually, I think, I think, uh, what's his fuck, the dad might have seen him. I thought he did too. I'd have to go back and watch it, but it, it seemed like they were, like, that was a secret, not, not a secret, but like, like a, uh, a new development. Yeah, surprise. Yeah, but, um. Did this pick up where the first one left off? Because I heard it does. In a way, yeah, it does. With the yeah. underminer attack yeah. or whatever? Yeah, they do it in a kind of a clever way, so it's not necessarily a direct, you know, it just keeps going from that point. Like, they do, okay. you know, they use some storytelling devices to, to to pick that up. But yeah, basically it starts from, from there. Gotcha. It starts from there, but it's not exactly like cut to they're fighting the underminer, you know, the credit. Is it like newsreel footage? Like, they show that uh... and then it's moved on? Kinda, but not not kinda, but not really. I mean, they they fight him. They show it. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's they they yeah, battle yeah, yeah, him. It's it... not like, and it's not news footage, but they they do they do cut a few things together to okay. add like a story element to it. Other besides just here's the continuation of what you saw before. 
Yeah. Well, what I'm thinking is like, was it they continue it from what you saw before, but then it it's like them afterwards being like, yeah, that's what happened. Uh, no. Sort of thing. No. no. Okay. It's 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 more like um they kind of pick it up from a different perspective, a different gotcha. person's perspective. Okay. Okay. And then and then they kind of go back to the Incredibles point of view or whatever. I mean, obviously, you probably know that from just the trailers, but that's not the main villain. Like that fight. No. That fight's not. You know, at the end of the Incredibles, it's like, well, this is the next big bad, and that's what the next thing's going to be. But it's not. That's just like a speed bump, basically. From what that it seems like, Brave and the Bold, where they bring you in the middle of an adventure. Yes. They wrap that up and then go on to the next thing. Yes. Gotcha. Yes. Exactly. Did you know back in the day there was a PlayStation Two game? That picked up, like, literally where the movie ended. You did the Underminer fight and then went on. Really? Uh, yeah, I, I think so. That. I did not know that. It always looked fun, but I never got to play it. I think I told you, it, it's it's not, like, repetitive. Yeah. But, you know, there's a couple points, or, I mean, predictable. It's not, it's a little more predictable than the first movie was. Yeah. Like, a few of the the story beats and the twists and the turns or whatever you can kind of see him coming and you can kind of id who the villain is pretty early on i thought but that's minor quibble and and some of it's just because in the first incredibles you'd never seen anything like it before so you didn't know what to expect yeah but in this one it's more like you can kind of you can kind of, you kind of get a feel for where things are going to go based on what you've seen before, I guess. In that respect, does it like fall victim to twenty years of constant superhero movies? No, but it does. It did kind of feel a little less cool to me because there's been all those superhero movies. Gotcha. When The Incredibles came out, it was like, "Fuck, this is the best superhero movie I've ever seen." Mm-hmm. And now it's like, "Well, this is another Incredibles movie," you know. Which is still incredible, but it's like right. Which is still really great, but it's it's. The first one came out at a point where it's like, <laughs> yeah, Captain America. Right. Now it's like, well, this is another superhero movie. Mm-hmm, yeah. So so it do, it I guess it maybe it does maybe take a little bit of a hit from that, or the the specialness, I guess, is kind of diminished uh, okay. because of because of all the Marvel movies and stuff that have, been, that have come out. Not that it makes it any less fun or good of a movie. It's just, you know, the uniqueness of it, I guess, is, is not there, but... Um, but it was really good. I thought I thought the whole the voice cast did a really good job of not sounding fucking fourteen years older or whatever, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I think it is fourteen years. Yeah, well, they they have a little uh, intro before it starts of all the voice actors like apologizing that it's been fourteen years. Do they really? They do. I was like, what the fuck is this? Um, wow. They're like, it takes a really long time to make these, and you know, but it's going to be worth it. And thanks for whatever the fuck staying you know interested or whatever and then and then they were like and now the incredibles 2 or whatever and they but but then it goes into a fucking pixar short oh yeah and i was like oh really and it was fucking lame as shit i mean it wasn't necessarily lame but it was was it's a a letdown when they're like and now incredibles 2 and they're like but we're gonna stroke it a little longer first yeah but we're gonna show you this fucking bummer of a short before you oh god i was like fucking for real dude it was called bow and it was uh as in diddy bow 
No, it was about a Chinese dumpling. Yes, yes, yes. I've heard about it. You've heard about it? Oh, fuck. I was like, fucking seriously, dude? You're going to make me fucking like cry before this fucking movie comes on? And it's a Pixar movie anyway, so I'm probably going to cry before the credits roll anyway. Yeah, but I figured Incredibles, Incredibles breaks the mold of like the Pixar bummer. Yeah. Because Incredibles doesn't have a bummer moment in it, really. No, not really. It doesn't have the fucking hope, hope, hope. My wife died. Right. Watch us fucking fall in love and... And grow old and die right in front of your eyes in the first mm-hmm. five minutes of the movie. Are you guys ready to have fun now? <laughs> <laughs> Come on an amazing journey with us. My wife's dead. You want to see a fat kid? Yeah. <laughs> you want to watch me go batshit crazy and fly my fucking house with balloons? Uh, yes, yes. But, uh... Um, I think my first question to you, though, was, was it worth the wait? Because that's most important. Was it worth the wait? Yeah, uh, the 14 fucking year wait. I guess so. I mean, I hope it doesn't take him another 14 years to make another Incredibles, but I guess I would have been good either. I wasn't like, when are they going to make another Incredibles movie? I was okay with it being only one, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad they made another one. It was fun. It was good. Okay, then. They, they introduced some more supers. Yes, I saw a picture of her in a room full of fucking superheroes. Yeah. There's Void, Crusher, Crush Hour. I guess it's supposed to be Crusher, I guess, but it's spelled Crush Hour. Oh, like the old WWE fucking Twisted Metal ripoff? I guess so. <laughs> and then Reflux. It's a fucking old man who barfs fire. I was going to say it's got something to do with acid. Yeah, he, he fucking barfs up lava. Awesome. Yeah. But even, like, the villain Screenslaver was pretty cool, and, and not exactly what you would expect. I mean, like I said, it was kind of predictable. I mean, it was kind of kind of got an idea of what where they were going to go with it, but just the concept of the villain was pretty fucking cool. Nice. Bob Odenkirk's character, the, the rich, the billionaire dude who's, like, trying to make Is that supers. the dude with the long face? Yeah. Trying I've to make, seen from the trailers, trying make, yeah. Yeah, trying to make supers legal again. Yeah, 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 yeah. His whole story was pretty cool, and then... Pretty cool. Frozone was in it more, I thought, in this one. I think he has more screen time in this one. His bit was funny. And yeah. Yeah, I've seen there's, some bits oh of Oh my it. god, it's there's good. one part that was like the best part of the whole movie. It was about halfway through. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to spoil it, but it involves a raccoon. Oh. Holy I shit, I haven't heard dude. about that. Holy shit. <clears throat> it was the best part of the whole fucking movie. But yeah, that was that was the most perfect Incredibles part of the whole movie, I think. That, that encapsulates pretty much what's great about that movie. The first movie, even. The fun of it. The silliness and the kind of ridiculousness of it. And all, I mean, I guess all of the Jack-Jack stuff is good. It's actually the highlight of the movie. The Do they, kids. by the end of the movie, figure out what his power is, or is it just like everything? Um, yeah, they have an explanation for it. Okay. I mean, you know that Edna's in it again, right? The, the mm-hmm. super suit lady. She yep, she yep. knows she knows what it is. She knows what the deal is. Yeah, because doesn't uh, the dad take him there for tests or something? Yeah, well, that's in the the trailer. That's what. Yeah. yeah. So that's not. I mean, I mean, that's not a spoiler. That's in the trailer. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she she knows what what it is, and she designs cool. him a suit and stuff to. Oh, that's cool. To help with his his issues. 
help contain him or whatever. Yeah. So, but but she has an explanation for what for what it is, and it makes sense when she just when she explains what's going on. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, okay, that's interesting. That was an interesting um, expansion to the canon or the lore of the Incredibles super universe. Nice. Okay, how did the entire family take it? How did the kids like it? Because I, I guess that's kind of most important, isn't it? How did they what like his powers? No, the movie. Oh, my kids. Oh. Yeah, how did they like it? They they liked it. They liked it. Yeah. <laughs> no, they liked it a lot. They're upstairs playing Lego Incredibles right now. Oh, they made that? I forgot about that. Yeah, they rented it. Fuck. I think they rented it after we watched the movie, actually. And we just re-rented it today. Uh, that makes sense. So, That's so yeah, they, they cool. liked it. They, they always liked the Incredibles. They... Uh, my oldest one watched it a whole bunch. We have it oh, yeah. on DVD. He's watched multiple times. The the little one who loves superhero shit, like, doesn't really, isn't that interested in watching it. But he wanted to go see the movie in the theater, and he enjoyed it. They both liked it. Yeah, like I said, that's kind of most important, isn't it? They both liked it, and it wasn't sad. There were no sad parts, so my oldest kid didn't get bummed out or that's what he stresses about. That's why he doesn't fucking go to the movies. He won't go to the movies with us to see shit. Yeah. Because there's been a couple movies we've seen that have, like, like just even minorly bummer parts, like the Lego Batman movie. It was, like, minor. But he's fucking bawling like a baby. And I'm like, buddy, it's... <laughs> like, this isn't even, like, a, that sad. What are, you, what are you getting so emotional about? So he's, like, super, like, afraid of... And I was too, I guess. I have to admit, when I was a kid, I was super afraid of, like, sad shit in movies. So he wouldn't go see... We wanted to go see Lego Ninjago. He wouldn't go see it. We wanted to go see Despicable Me 3. He wouldn't go see it. So I was like, fuck. But he actually agreed to go see this. So I was like, oh, God, please don't let there be anything bummer. And then they fucking show that fucking goddamn Pixar short. And I was like, god damn it. <laughs> look away, buddy. Look away. Yeah. But mostly, but mostly at the end, he was like, what the fuck was that? He said, what? What happened? What does that mean? I don't understand. He turned into a boy, and I was like, "No, he didn't. The thing didn't turn into a boy." <laughs> For a second, I thought you were talking about Incredibles. No, the the Pixar, the yeah. Fucking I was like, "Wait, who turned into a boy? What the fuck are you talking about? Did the raccoon turn into a boy?" No. <laughs> no. Well, all right then, man. I I was really fucking afraid you'd go and watch it and come out and be like wow they really fucking shouldn't have done that no it was i mean like i said i'd be i was fine either way yeah they definitely it definitely wasn't i didn't go in and go well i didn't ask for this (laughs) (laughs) who wanted this who wanted this movie come out screaming who wanted this no it was definitely it was definitely a worthy successor to the first movie that's good to hear yeah oh god that's so good to hear (laughs) I was. I was afraid you'd come out and be like, well, that sucked. No, no, it was really good. <laughs> Can we get our $85 back? Yeah. Oh, I didn't buy them anything this time. I just bought the tickets. Like, fuck you. You get thirsty, swallow spit. <laughs> it was like 1030 in the morning. Oh, no, I take that back. We got them. They, they did get a slushie, but they didn't get candy and all that shit. Because it was like. Gotcha, yeah. It's like, dude, we just ate breakfast. It's fucking 10 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and then after we left, my kid was like how come we didn't get any popcorn or anything this time? And I was like, because we just ate, dude, and it's fucking, it's not even lunchtime yet. Can we not have fucking a bunch of candy and shit? <laughs> uh, yeah. 
Celsius. He's like, oh, I was just wondering. I was just wondering, you old fuck. And you're like, what'd yeah. you say? And he said, nothing. I wasn't even going to get him anything. And my wife was like, well, we're going to get something to drink. And I was like, oh, I guess so. I thought we were just going to go to and watch the movie. But, okay. You want to buy fucking $30 worth of frozen sugar? Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking frozen sugar. It sucks when we talk about movies we've seen that we can't really spoil. Mm-hmm. It is hard. Let's go back to talking about It, where you've seen the fucking... You've read the book and you saw the old miniseries, so I can't throw a curveball at you. Yeah, the old miniseries was kind of garbage. Did you think so? I mean, at the time, I don't think I thought so, but I watched part of it not that long ago. and I like, watched about a third of it after we saw... It, we got the uh, miniseries on Blu-ray, and we watched about a third of it. Yeah. I mean, for a TV miniseries, it's not that bad. It's pretty good. I dug it. There's a lot of awesome fucking people in it, too. Fuck yeah, it is. It looks like a who's who of 80s TV fucking people. Mm-hmm. Fucking, you got Tim Curry, you've got Superman's mom, you've got other people. Yeah, you had fucking Harry Anderson, you had... John Ritter. Tim Reed, a whole bunch of fucking dead people, actually, now that I think about it. Dead people, stroked out people. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that, there's your bummer for the episode. Fuck, no. <laughs> no, bummer. Okay. Let's not go back to it. Let's wrap up. Fuck. Yeah, let's wrap it up. Time for thank yous. Yeah, it's time for thank yous. Thanks to At The J Sarge for our opening music. Wow, I turned into Ted Knight for a second. Wait, was that Ted Knight? A little bit. Meanwhile, at the Hall of Justice. Oh, man. See, I meant to do that for one of the intros tonight. Oh. Like, hey, gang. Because that's different than my standard announcer voice. Meanwhile, at the Hall of Nerd Blitzdom. Meanwhile, the Knights of Nerd Blitzdom. J Sarge, music. Thank you. Thanks to at Sherry Says for our logo. Thanks to at JP Montgomery for taking those pictures of the lovely Lady Logan. And thanks to at looking for eight for our Knights of Nerd Blitzdom design. Our shit. Find us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud. We're part of the High Altitude Podcast Network and HighAltPod.net. And find everything we do at NerdBlitz.com. <gasps> Go to Redbubble. Get yourself some merch. Go to Redbubble.com slash people slash NerdBlitzPod slash shop. Get some fucking Knights of Nerd Blitzdom. Get some commentaries. Get some Doom. Get some Just Jump to the End, which... I'm not going to tease that. Get some Just Jump to the End. Get you some other shit. There might be other stuff coming soon. You never know. We've always got shit we're trying to do. Go to tsdjaproductions.bangacamp.com and get the Camping Trip, the Nerd Bliss Pilot Trio, and the Laughing Bud for 5 4 and $3 respectively. Hopefully before September we'll have something new up there. Yeah, hopefully. You, re- you realize we've been saying that for like six months now, right? Yeah, I'm aware. <laughs> there's gonna be something new keep your eyes open three years later <laughs> um i'm at the scooby-doom you are at fitzman 73 and on twitter and instagram we're at nerd blitz pod we're on the gram which by the way you know who we follow on instagram um i don't know we follow one of my favoritest people um, Kevin J. Anderson? Well, yes, and he followed us back, by the way. Yeah, I saw that. I remember you 
pointing that out. But one of my first favoritest people, we follow the Demon of Death Valley on oh, Instagram. Oh, shit. He's on Instagram? What the fuck? He is! Isn't that fucking weird? That is fucking weird. I wonder how much he pays the people to run that for him. <laughs> his wife probably runs it. Uh, it is confirmed by her, too, that it is his official account. Mm. But yeah, Undertaker. We follow him on Instagram. It's does he post lots cool. of shit on there? Uh, he has, he's been on there for like two or three months, and he's got, or maybe a month, I don't know, he's got like four posts. There you go. That's definitely him, then. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? What is this fucking shit? Yeah. I think it was in Foley's Hall of Fame speech. He was like, I just do not want to see The Undertaker on Twitter being like, haha, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> LOL. And he just posts pictures. He doesn't fucking write a bunch of bullshit underneath with a bunch of hashtags. He oh, just posts that. pictures. I hate that. Don't write a fucking book. Yeah. Just show me a fucking picture or don't. Yeah, I post pictures and I use a lot of hashtags. Yeah. Hashtag but these I, nuts. I try not to... I'm going to put that on every post going forward. Cool. Just so people, when this episode drops, they're like, oh, that's why. Cool. But yeah, a lot of hashtags because I feel that... I guess that's the best way to... We'll get into, we'll get into some gay porn aggregator or something. With these nuts. Aren't we? Aren't we already? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> we could only be so lucky. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Instagram, we're there now. Bye. Gordon <laughs> Kevin, come back next time. I'll sign it to pain on it. Gabby does telephone calling out. Gordon. <laughs> 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 This has been a feature of JJ2E Media and TSDJA Productions.